0: previously on the
1: 4400. We're not sure what's just happened. There appears to be something out there. The light is gone and and, and thousands of
0: people have just suddenly appeared. Diana Scoris, Tom Baldwin. You two
1: will be one of the teams that's responsible for investigating what happened to the returnees. We're letting them go. We're letting them go? You don't have a legal right to hold them. disappear a little girl from the 1940s hold her for 60 years and then send her back with the ability to predict the future i mean what were they thinking
0: hey we don't even know if there is a they whoever
1: sent them back you're saying they they plan for these changes to take place you're talking about some kind of ripple effect i wasn't pregnant when i was abducted but i was when i got back you haven't told your counselor about this
0: have you my foundation has an opening in the security department if you're interested why don't you come by tomorrow and see me i'll be there Despite nationwide protests, Homeland Security refuses to divulge the names or the whereabouts of the 4,400 living here in the United States.
1: What you do isn't journalism. You're getting in the way of my job, Barbara. What are you gonna do? Disappear me? About last night. The kiss. And other things. Kind of got a lot to talk about. I was reviewing Kyle's EEG readout and it seems last
0: Thursday night he had a momentary burst of increased brain activity. Sean, did you do something to him? Talk to me. How long have I been in the dark? God. Welcome back to the dope ass show, A Light in the Sky. This is a 4400 recap show covering the uh, most underrated sci fi show of the last while. Yeah, the the early 2000s. Yeah, we'll say that, the early 2000s. This is episode four, Becoming. Um, And I am your co host, Rain Coleman of The Carefree Black Nerd, of course. And I am joined again by my amazing co-host. Go ahead and let the folks know what's up, sir. Hey, everybody.
1: Uh, my name's Robert Jeffrey, and I am the co-host of this awesome podcast and uh, writer, creator of Route 3, uh, which you can always buy <laughs> you know, at the <laughs> website. But yeah, and, and I also co-host a podcast called uh, New Wakanda and uh editor-in-chief of i forgot to say that last time black sci-fi.com okay so just a jack of all trades when it comes to writing and creating
0: yes 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 and we're so happy to have you i'm so happy to be on the show with you co-hosting and all that <laughs> so again <yeah, laughs> thank you and listeners uh make sure you're you're tweeting us letting us know that you're listening to the show and uh you know just make it a conversation uh, okay, so we're on episode four, Becoming. Um, in this episode, Tom and Diana are sent out to investigate a homicide that resembles the M.O. of a serial killer who was never caught or heard of over the past 21 years. <sighs> okay, any initial thoughts on episode four, Becoming?
1: Uh, I I like the premise. You know, I, I, I really love the premise uh, because it makes you think that everybody that was abducted <laughs> wasn't just like, yes, you know, on some like squeaky clean type of shit. Right. Right. And, right. And that's, that's kind of one of the biggest takes that I, well, biggest things that I take from, uh, this episode. And I, I, I enjoyed it. Um, definitely. I, I, and there are other elements of, for, of this episode as, you know, why I, I enjoyed it. Um, at, I don't want to say a little bit more, but there there's a lot more going on than was going in the Carl Morrissey because now the world at large is aware of the 4400 and you know what they're able to do, and um, you see the typical hateful, bigoted reactions. Yeah, and, yeah. And I and I think there are a couple of moments in here that where some of the actors do do get some really, really strong performances.
0: hmm mm-hmm. so, yeah, I'll I'll agree. I'll agree. Um, and I'll say I really like this episode because I am a true crime fanatic. I yep. fall asleep right. listening to Forensic Files. I watch ID <laughs> Channel. Like I'm so this the idea, well the synopsis really spoke to me because I'm like okay serial killer you know it, it, it's like so so yeah I'm I'm a fan I'm all in um, from from the first fucking scene so <laughs> so let's uh, get right in we open up with uh a letter being read by the what is he the detective the police chief or i think he's a sheriff the sheriff, yeah, the sheriff. okay, sheriff sheriff and it's um a letter from a, a serial killer and uh yeah that's that's kind of where we start but then we jump directly to um this anti-mutant propaganda or anti- this anti four thousand four hundred propaganda. No muties, uh... <laughs> <new beauties. laughs> And it's such a generic. Like these signs are perfectly <laughs> crafted. It's not like somebody took a sharpie and made something or do some paint. It's like they ordered things in bulk and <laughs> they took they took they took their time for their hate. Okay, yeah,
1: they yeah. they were sitting. They went to Michaels and they were you know <laughs> they went to Michaels. <laughs> And they were like, you know what? Let's stock up on this poster board. Yes, yes, on, yes. Uh, on this glitter. No, there was no glitter on the signs. <laughs> <laughs> Might as
0: well, been. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, this, um, okay, so this we kind of pick right back up where we left off. Um, at the end of episode three, we're opening in. well, no, we see a pan of, um, a pan. We see the camera pan over the screen and there is from the, television with the forty four hundred hate going on, you see this interracial couple, Richard and Lily, holding hands sitting on the um on the couch and it's like uh, I like them. I want more. Yeah. And this is yeah. yeah, they were they're yeah. <laughs> I just Well
1: the and I don't know if you, I mean like I'm I'm hoping I'm not jumping the gun because uh this guy's my probably one of my favorite characters of uh-huh. the series. Um, Magneto. I'm sorry, Jordan Collier. Yes, um,
0: God. <laughs> Yes, him and Nancy Grace. Yeah, him and Nancy Grace. Yeah,
1: like he's being interviewed by this like Nancy Grace, you know, gotcha reporter. Yeah. Um, and he's he's outed himself as being a 4400. Yes. And he basically is telling her like, you know, you on some bullshit. And you are throwing <laughs> my people under the bus, and you know we shouldn't have to be treated as the other and you know, it just it was it was really cool and then but they established later on that he was maybe in this scene that he was a um a real estate yeah developer, like on some like Donald Trump except without the bullshit. Yeah you know type of kick. And he was essentially like a billionaire or something. So he has money and he kinda of, he comes out to you know to put a face or yeah. 4, to say like you know we are not you know who you think we are and all these stories that you, you know and and I think this is also when you they're starting to one plus one you know Carl Morrissey and drunk Orson Bailey equals 4400 <laughs> yeah. are muties so that that's he's established in this interview that I think um uh Lily and Richard are watching so yeah. they they learn about him but yeah Jordan man Jordan, he and that's the same guy. His name is Billy Campbell. He was the Rocketeer. Really? Yeah, that's the Rocketeer. Like he, he, that beard is <gasps> the
0: face. Yeah.
1: Oh. Yeah. Okay. Like,
0: yeah,
1: he's a he's a very. <laughs> you know what? Also, he was in that movie. He was in Enough with uh, Jennifer. That right,
0: okay, because I was thinking the whole time, I was like, he. I thought he was a homeboy from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but I was like, no, he's too old to be him. And until you just said that, I could not figure out why this man. Okay, well before you finish, the fact that you reminded me that he was in Enough, now that makes sense. Because while I watched this episode, I did not trust him. I felt like hey. he – I still kind of don't, but knowing that I'm familiar with him from enough makes sense. If I had a new that going in, I probably would trust him more. But seeing his face, I was like, something about him is evil. He don't mean these people know – okay, okay, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> go yeah, I ahead. mean, he's, he's eventually on some fuck, like, some fuck
1: shit, but I bet. His, he's like – but he's one of those guys, and sort of like Magneto-like, you – He's he plays a role so well yeah. that you can't help but to be like, hey, I wonder what Jordan's gonna do. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he does some questionable stuff, but at the end of the day, he's doing it for his his folks, you know, yeah. for his people. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, no, he's 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 done a lot of stuff. He's um, and I think he was even on that um, oh god, the the AMC show about the killing. He was in the killing. Wait, um,
0: wait, wait, wait. The killing, uh,
1: it was it was their kind of true crime thing with Joe Kennahan Kenaman, and, yeah,
0: and, uh, the, and the pale lady. I've, I've seen yeah. the killing that like I love. It's on Netflix. Check that out too, y'all. That is a dope ass series. But what did he? Who did he? He was a politician. Oh, oh, that that, that too. Okay, I don't trust this nigga. <laughs> <There is laughs> everything, every,
1: everything I'm telling you is like he's yeah, he's except the Rocketeer. Like in the Rocketeer, he was. He was a hero, you know. He yeah. was a hero. He's yeah. He's one of those actors that you see him in everything. Yeah, um, yeah. But I think because he was, he becomes like a key, you know, figure in the series. But you know, the, the, all the Billy Campbell fanboying aside, or whatever. But, <laughs> yeah. But Jordan, he's so that's
0: how that's how the scene opens up. Yeah, he's he's yeah. horrible. I don't I don't like him. And, you know, I felt for a while I was like, I don't even think he's probably part of the forty four hundred. I felt like. No, he's lying. He's just taking advantage of this new thing to push his yeah. agenda. And mind you, this is the fourth episode. I've only seen four episodes at the time of this recording. I don't trust him. I still don't. So <laughs> take that as you will. Those who've seen the whole series, I don't know if I'm foreshadowing or not, but those of us who have not, join me for this ride because I don't trust that nigga at all. He <laughs> he just seems shifty, like, ah. yeah, Like yeah. he... Like he means well, but no matter how much he means well, there's always some underlying thing to get him ahead. Like um what's the show with uh uh Mahershala the polit- the political show on Netflix? Um, oh, um House of oh, Cards.
1: Uh, House of Cards, yeah. Yeah. He
0: gives me a very I'm doing this good thing, but not without, you know, getting something good out of it myself. So right. I don't trust him. I don't trust that dude. <laughs> mm-mm, mm-mm. Uh so yeah, we we get right into the uh, true crime of it all, where, where Tom and Diana shows up at what is the guy's name? Ox Oxford, Oxford? Uh, oh, Oliver Knox. Oliver, I messed that all up. Oliver Knox. Alfred okay. Knox. <laughs> he uh, he was creepy too. Um, how did what what do you what is your take on him? Like before getting uh, what- to yeah, go ahead. It, it, well, no, let's tell them about that story.
1: They told the um, the show oh, so yeah. they go, they go and talk to the sheriff. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the sheriff gets this letter, and because Knox was a suspect, like back in the day, and <laughs> this whole thing of like, back in '83, yeah, he, um, it, it's what I have it, uh, like August 22nd, 1983. Yeah. Um, the what was it? Nine murders. Those murders stopped when this dude <laughs> disappeared. Yeah, yeah. And so he comes back, and I don't know if they found a body yet. Did they find a body? Yeah, they. well, they, okay. they had the letter. Okay, they had the letter, and yeah. then they found the body later on. So because he's a 4400 that's when tom and diana are brought in and and the sheriff is on this whole kick of like they're bringing in the feds, and i'm like shut the fuck up like you just (laughs) had this you got this guy who disappeared in a ball of light and like you pull in the whole like feds versus the local authorities like right like he can probably like you know fly up in the air and then rain (laughs) from above right um And so, but he tells the story, they're like, you know, Diana says, what can you tell us about Oliver Knox? And then he tells the story about when (laughs) he was, okay, so when he was a kid, he went hunting, and one of his friends, or his, His I don't know, his cousin, cousin, mm -hmm. accidentally shot him with a bow and arrow, and... Once again, in another example of shitty family members. The cousin runs off. Yes. And then <laughs> Oliver Knox. Oliver Knox is like, well, I uh, guess I gotta walk into town. And he walks. <laughs> he walks all the way into town. Four miles. With uh, yeah, four miles to the hospital to get it removed. And um, okay, so in my mind, and then he says that's Oliver Knox. And then they show they show Oliver Knox in a garden,
0: and I'm like, what the fuck does that tell me about Oliver Knox? Exactly. Oh, <laughs> yes. I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, what the fuck? This app means absolutely nothing. You could have picked, you made this up. You could have made up a different story that made it. Yeah. Hey, right. like, that- you know,
1: do- dogs were disappearing, and we found a, we found one of their collars at Oliver Knox's house when right. he was like, you know, like something right. to <laughs> foreshadow the fact that he is a damn, he, he has these, like, psychopathic serial killers. Yes. And they're like, no, you just told me a story about a guy who's, like, the most ultimate badass yes um in the world and if i
0: was diana i would have turned and said what does that tell me about him yes (laughs) i was waiting for that moment like i could see tom like oh okay that makes sense but her like okay uh where's the what does that back up for me i don't even yeah (laughs) that was an odd story
1: Yeah, Yeah. like you know, the share. Yeah, so I mean, it was weird. And then they, yeah. So (laughs) I'm sorry, I just thought that was it was a weird story to tell.
0: Was yes, it was stupid. Oh my god. Um, one thing we forgot in the last episode was, or not forgot, just didn't mention is the, uh, Nikki and Sean. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, it, it um, comes up again. So I wanted to mention it so we won't forget about kind of backtracking when we get to those scenes. But but yeah. So yeah, go. Oh, well, her, her, him healing her. Yeah,
1: that's yeah, why
0: yeah. I don't like her. Yeah,
1: she came in. That's yeah, my, because it sets up something for this episode. So yeah, she she came in, uh, thirsty Nikki, and um, I mean I'll just say Nikki, and she. she either way they kiss and but no he he she he's working on the car the car is still heated and in the engine and she touches it and she gets burned so yeah. when he touches her hand he heals her Father, Father. and i don't know if after that they kiss or yeah. not yeah they did and so then and then she runs away but she's like you know he was like well you maybe you were barely burned and she's like nah, i saw that shit and um, <laughs> Like right before my eyes, and then she like runs out. So that yeah, that was a major thing. I forgot, but yeah. She, so once again, he uses his abilities.
0: Yeah, she's dumb. I ha- uh I do <laughs> not like her. Like first of all, don't touch my shit. You cut my car off. Then your stupid ass puts your <laughs> hand on the hot engine. That's, what, j- tally- uh, that's what my wife said. <laughs> my yeah, wife was like, don't you know the engine is hot? Yeah, <laughs> it was. It's been running. It that you cut it up. You're the reason it's not run. So you. N- I don't like her. I don't like how they're writing her cuz yeah. It's uh, it's kind of like I as much as I
1: I um I, yeah, like that's why I'm so happy for Diana. Yeah. Cuz Diana don't take no shit. She yeah. um and then you have Lily, but like it's one one of those things where and you'll get this like later on in, in later seasons like very you know strong you know at the at the front forefront of these stories uh you know uh women characters yeah um but i i think diana is definitely you know she's like the scully but um you know she is <laughs> not a she's not a damsel in distress right you know, right she, right she's right there in the thick of it um even with you know tom uh, apparently being more of the field agent like diana just be she'd be scrapping And there there's a couple Dude. episodes where um that happens um yeah, so Nikki is just like she's. Like I can say Between her and Danny, they're throwaway characters to me. They are. Like, you, you could still tell Sean's story. You could still tell um, a story about him being becoming adjusted uh, to this, you know, to this new world. Yeah. And dealing with these abilities without the two of them, and him, maybe him even dealing with like, you know, the oppression at the forty-four hundred or having yeah. to deal, with, or, you know, just all this shit. But
0: yeah, yeah they,
1: they, they they get ghost. So. <laughs>
0: they're, they're horrible. And I'm, I'm really upset because, like you said, mentioning the women on the show, the the lady, women, female characters, um, Nikki could have been so much better than what she is. Like, I'm okay yeah. with Danny being a dick, but it seems like Nikki's whole motivation is, I gotta get with this nigga who was this crush of mine. Like, nothing about her seems... Like, she could have been that um kind of uh not gateway what is it that intri- the character that helps him navigate being back you know like mm-hmm. and it could have been yeah. in a way that wasn't so creepy cuz she's giving me a very serial killer obsessive vibe <laughs> by the way she reacts to him like
1: yeah
0: and you're dating his younger brother. i get the like childhood crush, crush still kind of lingering but she is like I just want to fuck you right here on this floor in front of your brother. Like she, I don't like her. I don't yeah, like the it, way she's written. Yeah, it's uh, she ain't.
1: She's not the best. <laughs> she's not the best. But it's just it is it just one of these things where you have always you know the the women characters are all you know and more often than not are written to serve the purpose of being oh, you know yeah, yeah. the potential love interest or. You know, just anything outside of just you know being the the ones who kind of propel the story forward, mm-hmm. um, and it just and it kind of gives me like a Dawson's Creek type of vibe. Yeah, uh, which is like okay, um, I'm good. But yeah, that that that's <laughs> yeah, that's what happened last episode. He he uses abilities, and now she knows about it. Um, just, or,
0: yeah. even, oh, um, I just we know nothing about her past. Her crush on him. Okay, but I'm done. I'm done now. Like, what is her mama name? What is her? Whatever. So, (laughs) because I I could just be frustrated about that forever. Um, We we move on to the um, therapist sessions.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I had issue with this. Um, I guess, but again, it's a sign of the times. But you have a woman, a white woman. You have a black man and a young boy. Why did you not tailor the therapist to fit each person? Um, I'm really big into mental health. Everyone reach out to speak to somebody. But at the same time, when I have a therapist, because I've, I've gone to therapy before, I've always s- sought out a black man or a black woman. I, to me, that just makes more sense. Now, you can go see whoever you want, but for some reason because they are all time displaced perp people i feel like they really should have gotten a but then maybe not because richard's outbursts wouldn't have landed the same if his therapist had been black but at the same time i just feel like they should have i don't know maybe i'm just thinking too deep but i feel like they should have tailored each therapist to fit The person they were speaking to, but it was just one guy speaking to everybody. So I don't know. You, you have any feelings about this uh, therapy session? Um, the,
1: um, the government was being cheap as fuck because they, this is just one of those things. It was weird. Um, they, Everybody kept mentioning, like, you know, I got to go check in with my counselor. I got to go check in. with, You know, that, that kept coming up. Yeah. And in my mind, like you said, oh, okay, like, it's 4,400 people. Why wouldn't they all have different counselors? Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if they wanted to not pay different actors. Maybe. But, you know, just, like, all of our key characters that we're following are going to see the same counselor or psychiatrist. Yeah. And, um, you know, and, and I think it's it was good that they... You know the government was still trying to provide these people with a way yeah. to kind of cope and deal. So that that was cool. I mean, and going back to the, you know, the discussion of I mean, albeit in this world, it's a fictional sci-fi world, but the mental well-being of these people who have been displaced. Yeah. And you know, they're, they're men and women out of time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that having this guy who was kind of on some like um, Ben Stein. You know Bueller type <laughs> shit, like Tone Deaf, yeah. because they're 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 giving all of their like personal struggles and issues and just like the the stuff the things that they're dealing with. And you know Sean is you know talking about his you know fake ass brother and yep. you know how people are treating him weird. And then Lily is dealing with you know being a not being able to see her daughter and her ex husband as like some bullshit. And Richard is you know shit being a black man in america yes yeah yeah. like i said one of the best scenes uh from the series he says straight up like they tell me that things have changed and i can't and he's like i'm a pilot and you know i was in the military and i can't find a job and and then he you know and he said he says uh you know, like I said, like, you know, a black man in America, like things haven't changed. And then the guy says something like, "So," and, he, and then he says, "You're and you're asking me about my mother," and then if mm-hmm. he could have said it, I think he would have sat back and said, "Come on, man,
0: what yeah. the fuck is your problem?" With right. That? Yes. And
1: so that that was like the scene where I was like, "Did they bring me in?" Because I would have <laughs> tossed that shit in there. Yeah. And I'm glad, I'm glad that they addressed it. I'm glad that they address um, the issue of race in this. You know, yeah. and, and it's not the first time that they've done it. Um, you know, this is coming off of, like, tonight, watching the episode of Cloak and Dagger, where, you know, that, they're four or five episodes in, and that's a regular-ass thread. Yeah. Um, ongoing thread in that TV series, and I'm, and I'm thinking about, like, okay, so the 4400, you know, going back, like, what, early 2000s, they were, Mm -hmm. you know, hyper-aware of this stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, at least with his character. Um, so it's just good to see, and also, like, something like Black Lightning, you know that yeah. they, yes. you know, they they get woke as fuck on that show. <laughs> you know, do. Yeah. Episode.
0: You damn right. Yeah, yeah. So,
1: but yeah, the, but he he. I think all the actors did good. You know, in the scene with the psychiatrist, who and he actually did good with just being like hyper unaware. Yeah. Of this. Shit. but um, I think um, Mar Hershela. Mar- yeah. You know, killed it. You know,
0: as yeah. usual. Same, same. I think so as well. And I think um, that made the other two look better, being him being sandwiched between them as far as like going from each session. Because not that they didn't do well, because I think they all did did really well. But yeah, seeing Mahershala sit up his body language, and he told the man straight up, if you want to help me, get me a job. Like, what the fuck? Like, this talking shit is cool, but if I can't support myself, pass a government voucher for rent, what the fuck? So yeah kudos kudos to them um uh, danny further proving that he is not needed and that um he will be the least favorite to the end of time he goes to quote unquote tell on his brother about uh about uh what did he say uh he's been acting strange or something and tom oh tom this is why I don't like tom either you've been so obsessed with Sean for so long and trying to catch him in a lie or figure out whatever happened that night with your son but now Danny comes to you and he's saying though being a a punk about it I just thought you should know there's something going on with Sean why did it take you so long to come into like what are you what I'm giving you. It doesn't matter what took me so long. I'm giving you the answers that you need, that you so desperately want. And now you're questioning me about a timeline. Like, uh, I don't like. I'm, doing them. I'm
1: glad he questioned his punk ass. I'm sorry. Like this was <laughs> he just like for him to take the effort to go down to his place of work, oh. not even go to his uncle Tommy's house. Right. You right, know, right. just like which would be normal. He was like, let me let me skip high school. Or go after school and go like telling this, you know, just like Mm -hmm. like I said, he he hating ass, (laughs) just like (laughs) hating ass, and it's like it's not even like the school bully, it's your brother, right? It's your brother, and it makes me it makes me wonder like what their relationship was like before they left, because like nobody can become like this big of a dick without you know some type of like past history. Like I have a brother, and we we fault sometimes yeah but
0: nah like nothing
1: (laughs) like this this is some horrible shit I
0: don't I I think the show wants us to and this is maybe me just connecting the dots that aren't there but once we figure out you know later on we get the the flash of what really happened on the beach uh Sean said when him and Kyle were drinking beer oh here's like me Sean I'm your cousin big bad cousin with bad influence that comment and then looking at Danny's kind of relationship to him made me feel like, does the show want us to think that Sean was like, low key a bully towards his little brother? Maybe... I, I don't,
1: yeah I, I don't know
0: I I think it was more
1: so like you know maybe Sean was because you remember the whole thing of him selling the tickets you know yeah the, yeah, uh, yeah yeah the yeah tickets yeah. So like Sean was probably like you know the maybe the did some like bad stuff or whatever, not like you know, nothing where he was like horrible, yeah. But, uh, you know, I think that that kind of played into you know, Kyle being the son of uh, an FBI agent, yeah, or yeah. Homeland Security agent, like he has to be on like the straight and narrow, and yeah, cousin Sean might be on like you know, he, he's a cool kid, but he sometimes maybe gets into trouble, so I think yeah, that's yeah. where that comes
0: from, okay, okay. Yeah, no, no, that makes more sense. It was just such an odd, like, turn from yeah. Danny being happy the first episode that he was back, and now you're just, like, public enemy number one. It was weird. Um, but, yeah, uh, we get the meetup of the 4,400 back at ground zero, uh, and not every last one of them, but I'd say maybe it looks like maybe 100 or so of them just kind of at the beach at night. Um, what do, What do you think about that? Like um, yeah, what just what are your thoughts on that scene? I thought it was um,
1: I, I liked it. I it was just this idea of you know the the forty four hundred like gathering uh, together because they they have a shared experience. Yeah. So you know everybody's flocking back to um, the place where it all happened. Yeah. Or at least where they came back, mm-hmm. and and you know so I, I I you know it was something that was believable to me yeah, uh, and you know like and then sean goes because he um he in, in <laughs> somewhere in his heart he felt his hating ass brother and he was, <laughs> and he, he's just like it's like his sixth sense right but uh you know he's like yeah let me go here and clear my head and you know all this whatever
0: so. yeah yeah i like i like that i like um, uh, and i like that he asked this random lady like what are you all doing here and she's like well what are you doing here which was exactly a, like a Matrix Oracle moment, like you know, it, it, I like I like that. Uh, before Magneto showed up to uh, tell everyone, <laughs> <laughs> I um what asteroid M or what is it? <laughs> it's no asteroid uh, M Utopia or is whatever. I have a yeah. place for you all, and it's warm. Like you he, took it back. You said yeah. asteroid M. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he. That's why I don't trust this guy. I just I feel like he was he is not one of the four thousand four hundred. I feel like he. I I don't know I don't know I don't, that guy, whatever. So um, yeah, we find out that uh and Scully or Benson and Stabler find out that this Hispanic guy <laughs> has killed Homegirl in the woods, and so they track him down and 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 try to arrest him, but to their surprise, he is hanging from a rope. Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay, so even the. the-
1: I love how like they go to the crime scene and the sheriff was like, we went over all of this. And, yeah. and Diana says, well, you know, we have toys that we like to break out every now and then. Yeah. And then she, she pulls out, it's not even a toy. She pulls it's out the the, 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 uh, infrared or whatever. Yeah. Is that? Yeah. Infrared to look for blood splatters. I mean like something that's like a staple of like, of, I guess, crime, at least on TV. Right. 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 Right investigation and then she finds a fingerprint on a leaf and I'm like y'all bitch, <laughs> the sheriff the sheriff's department in this case what, what's the name of the city it is um oh god I don't um, know. I got it because it's a weird ass name um oh damn it's gonna it's gonna irritate me that I can't find it <laughs> anyways um Friday Harbor that's what it is Friday oh Harbor. god yeah. <laughs> the most, like Riverdale. Yeah, um, Friday, yeah. Riverdale sounds normal compared to Friday Harbor. Right. So the Friday Harbor Sheriff's Department is like the most inept.
0: Like, yeah. they can't find a fucking fingerprint. Which <laughs> is, like... yeah. yeah. It's, what else is going... Like, I don't know, I'm thinking like those old towns where, like, the sheriff is also, like, the school teacher's husband <laughs> and also lives two doors down from your grandparents. Like, they're where where are we like are, is there no crime like how do you miss that and then i it, yeah i'm with you it was odd it was uh, friday harbor i won't forget that now uh, um, yeah so yeah. this is this is where i i'm more invested in the show because this took a very dark turn even darker from even with me reading the synopsis and knowing what the episode was about i did not expect it to get this dark after homeboy hung itself and then we get to the actual like crimes i i don't know i don't i don't know i don't know what to to say um about this uh particular skill set that that someone has
1: yeah it um it um because i yeah yeah you see the guy hanging there um and it's the whole question of um like well, I, I is this it? <laughs> you know, it's it, <laughs> and I think there's like a time frame. Like apparently, like he was in the area when the killings went down, or it was just, it was something like you know. So they you think the case is uh, closed? Yeah. Um, and it, you know, obviously it, it isn't, but um, you know they, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. There's a sense of kind of finality about yeah. it. Yeah. Um. So. The um, and, and I think he also confessed to the crime with like a letter or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's funny because the sheriff almost seems disappointed. He was like, "Well, I guess we got to go tell Knox that he's not guilty." <laughs> 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 yeah. Like, like he, you know. So, but um, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's a nice little plot twist, especially when they reveal like what <clears throat> what is actually happening.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I, I kind of. I don't want to say I guessed it cause that's not a hundred percent true. I, I felt that I knew who the killer was and I just, I think until the last second I didn't put together how it was happening. What about you? Like watching through. And I, you know what? Honestly, I still am not a hundred percent sure. Well, okay. The murders themselves. Um, mm-hmm. So we get Knox at um, Knox taking pictures of some redhead girl in a library or a bookstore or something, and then we get him um, at a bar. Well, no, no, but between that, we get Maya creeping out a uh, a babysitter who's an old, heavy heavyset uh, Hispanic woman who like works on Family Guy or something, and because <laughs> she's like, <laughs> she
1: doesn't what? she she doesn't do it as bad as Family Guy does. Like, she, oh no, I, she's. Yeah, she, because she, Family Guy is very, like, that shit is, like, borderline. That, is, that shit is racist. Yeah, it um, is. And in this case, like, she's, she's not, nah. She just, she's like, I'm creeped the fuck out. I'm going.
0: Yeah. Get another baby. baby right. Sitter. Right. Which was hilarious. Like, I, Maya, just be quiet. Because <laughs> uh, she predicted that, the, which, okay. Let's get into this. She predicted that that woman would have jury duty. And I get, that that's weird but you could just assume like place that on a key like oh maybe she watched a you know uh, a, a, um, a uh, trial show or whatever like she's familiar I thought they were going to say something like her granddaughter was going to get hit by a car or something it was jury duty you let this little girl creep you out over jury duty out I, I was like okay I I guess there's, it's, and, and it's one of those things where, because I think
1: all the bombshells that she had been dropping before that were, like, pretty large things mm-hmm. or whatever, or just, like, things that, like, you know, she, she could, she saw the, uh, to- where her foster parents were going to be buried, oh, you know, she saw, or she, you know, or, like, um, I think it was somebody, like, somebody was going to get hurt, so they've already done the extreme predictions. Okay. I actually okay. kind of like that they do the mundane you know, like, hey, you got jury duty, and she's like, What the fuck? <laughs> and so Okay. And so that that um now her reacting like that is just yeah. kind of weird. Like she was just like, I'm not coming back. And I was like, you know you got another job somewhere else. Right. But right. um it just it was yeah, that was I actually kinda of like that they they did the whole thing with jury. and maybe she just hates jury duty. <laughs> she's <was> just <laughs> like, like she's like, Fuck it, I can't now. Right, right, but, right. Um, just like lost it but um <laughs> yeah it was uh yeah so she creeps her out and uh she leaves so
0: <laughs> yeah uh and then we get uh Knox at a bar meeting a pretty blonde girl who's telling all her goddamn business Ah, yes i'm going away to italy for six months this is my address my social and what else would you like it was like is this a okay no hold up maybe i'm biased I wouldn't have done that, <laughs> especially being a woman at a bar, and you're the bartender. I just felt like that was a lot of information, though it was just about her going to Florence for the summer. It was still like, you don't tell this strange man your business. What are you doing? I, I don't know. That was a different time back then. You know. A different time. <laughs> but and then there's no one in this bar. What? I had It's this. him yeah, Him and like the other guy
1: he goes and talks to.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which made me think like, and I know this isn't, okay, I had a couple different thoughts. When he came in and spoke to her, I was like, oh, I wonder. I didn't know what would happen, but then she started speaking, and I was like, well, maybe she's telling some type of joke, but then I saw just him and that guy, and he was like, yeah, I'll order a, a drink, whatever he's having. I thought this was a gay bar, and I also thought that because the murders were of women that be- because Knox invited both uh Diana and Tom into the house I thought well maybe he's bisexual and they're going with this other storyline but it's still like murder I was very confused but of course I realized what happened next but I was like I don't understand what I'm watching here so well, like we
1: need to. We need to get you away from Law and Order, yeah. Like, 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 <laughs> yeah. that's probably it. Cause I just,
0: oh shit.
1: Just, yeah, like,
0: like
1: I think like that was like five episodes combined. Yeah. Uh, right
0: there. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I love true crime and it's just warping the way that I'm uh consuming other media. So yeah. I I maybe I do need to step back for a week or two. Like to incorporate like special victims unit into like Marvel the Marvel cinematic universe. Yes. Yes, I would um I would love that god look, Marvel hire me, I'd love to write that, god damn it. Yeah, just
1: can't bring any kids to like see any of these movies anymore.
0: Right. Um, and- <laughs> that crazy. Oh jeez. geez! Okay. Um, you no, know, it's funny because like my, my wife
1: loves like those types of shows, but she one of her favorites is Snapped. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and Snap like creeps me the fuck out because like, and especially my wife watching it mm-hmm, <laughs> because mm-hmm. it's just about women killing yes. like their husbands, <laughs> and I'm just like Talitha, like, like, <laughs> it's like why are we watching this? Right.
0: Like, what are you planning? Gosh dang it! So, like, that's a <laughs> Gonna be like episode
1: like five hundred or whatever, oh, but um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he he's at the bar, or um, well, I let you, I'll let you tell it. Oh
0: no, it's just he he just does this Kilgrave move where he and and I and you tell me what you think about this because I don't I think I have two ideas of what his abilities are. But he essentially um, pulls out a picture of this lady, the one he took the pictures of in the library or whatever, and he says um, I know you don't know me, but I'd like to show you something. He shows on the picture he says, I gotta tell you something. Or something, it's something that he keeps saying. I think it's I just want to tell you something, or I gotta tell you something. Well, let me tell you about this girl. Or yeah, And, about girl. and that I wasn't defined like at the end of the episode. It, it made sense. I was good with it, but that phrase... It wasn't defined enough for me. Like I, I didn't. How am I saying this? It seems as if they wanted that to be a callback to something else that was never brought up. Is that does that make sense? It, like, it does. Okay. Yeah, because I was it like, does. what is what is this catchphrase? Like, but I mean, I get it. That's kind of, I guess, how he hypnotized you. The, maybe like the power of suggestion. Yeah. Uh,
1: Something like that. But, yeah, definitely see, you know, the, the 4,400 handbook is now open. <laughs> um, it's – if you want <clears throat> to give, like, a, a comparison, Killgrave is perfect. Uh, like, yeah. he – yeah, Killgrave is – It's that's a really good suggestion. Um, and in this case, you know, he's a serial killer. And it's one of those things where it's like there's no – there are no special effects. Like I said, this show is very, like, low cost when it comes to showing these abilities. Yeah. Um, and there are times where we do see some special effects in later episodes, but, like, you could, like, you know, that first episode of Heroes, you could tell where the budget was going. You yeah. know, as far yeah. as but like, with this, you know, they have him you know, lean forward and you know, it pulls out the picture and, like, let me tell you about <clears throat> this this woman, or let me tell you about her. and he I don't know if they do an effect with him like whispering or whatever to no, maybe he
0: that. no, they just they literally like because i I watch these shows I, everything I watch on caption so I can see what's being said. And he says, "Let me tell you about this girl." and then the caption disappears because he's just whispering it's inaudibles, but it's like that's where the power kind of takes over.
1: Yeah yeah. 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 And it's like he he it's like he kinda sets a or sells a seed, you know, in their yeah. in in their brains. And so then you start putting two and two together and saying, Oh, okay, maybe this Lopez guy wasn't you know, obviously he's not the killer. Yeah. But you know, this is what happened. And um Yeah, and it's and I and it's it's another creative display of the abilities, you know, yeah. in, in this case, it's the worst it's the where and it starts making you like wonder and Tom and Diana when they figure it out, they're like, Okay, so what why did they send it back <laughs> with this? Yeah, like, yeah. Carl Morrissey, I can understand, drunk Orson Bailey <laughs> inadvertently killed, you know, a guy who was gonna create like an Enron scandal, which would have fucked up a lot of people. But in this case, <laughs> like what is this for? Yeah.
0: You know? Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, but Um, yeah. So then I'll, I'll let you roll. roll No, but, but that's like his, it's that I like this story. I like the storyline. I like everything that happens, but I'm confused and you tell me what you think, or if you know for sure, but I didn't know if his power was like you said, power of suggestion or if he was, he being Knox, if he was, um, Controlling these people, like if he was inhabiting their bodies, and no, uh, I'm sorry. Get well, like, so which I don't know. Like, do, can you confer Because I don't. I'm still confused. <laughs> I think I.
1: My opinion is it's the power of suggestion, because he. One of the things. Okay, so like jumping forward, um, when they the next time, and I and we're and I know we're skipping over a couple of things, but mm-hmm. when they show this guy again. Uh, he's walking down the street in broad daylight and he's bloodied up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, like he he has I, uh, what is this woman's blood on him? yeah uh, you know the the picture that he showed. and then he tries to jump out in front of a truck mm-hmm. and the truck is just he the truck stops in time. so what um, why I think that he's um, you know it's like a seed. he's giving them directions if you think about lopez like he gave him the directions to kill this to kill this lady uh to write a suicide letter to you know accepting you know with the confession and then he hangs himself those are instructions um and like he's planting instructions inside of these people and the same thing in the same mo mm-hmm. goes for the, goes for the second guy he has them kill you know kind of kill this lady and then he he doesn't write a letter but he tries to kill himself um So, and the other, the weird part of that, though, is that he tells him to say that, to confess to crimes that he probably wasn't old enough to commit. Right, he was five. Uh, Right, he was like five. So, yeah, the guy is definitely kind of fucking around, and he's like doing it in a very sloppy fashion because, you know, they're going to track it back to him. That might be the only... Downside, like plot-wise, to this episode that eventually, and I think in his mind he was thinking like, you know, there's no way that they can prove it, but there, there have been other 4400 that have shown abilities, you mm-hmm. know, so they, he has to know that they're going to backtrack, you know, backtrack it to him, and story-wise, maybe that's like that's a big plot hole, you know, like, well, how do you not figure, like, why not stop? But see, the other part of that is he could be like so far fucking gone that mm-hmm. he's just like, this is an addiction. This, uh, this, this plays into that nature of him being a psycho. Uh, I don't,
0: I, and, I, and I get that, and I can accept that. But the mm-hmm. only thing that makes me, and, I, and I'm accepting that because that was one of my other thoughts is that maybe he's just making them do stuff. But there was a moment when the second guy was being um, interrogated and they showed him the picture and he said, oh, you've been watching me. And oh,
1: and you, and that's okay.
0: Yeah. And then there was something else. Um, he said, Oh, and but then my other thing was, I felt like it was him possessing these people because he wants to kill again. That way, you get their fingerprints instead of yours. Because what's the fun in just having someone else kill? Like, if you're nowhere to watch it, if I'm a serial killer, what's the fun in me making you kill someone and I'm nowhere to be found? Like, people die. And get murdered every day like that. If that's the case. I sh- so I'm still defaulting to yours because of the time that this show was like created. But I was like, oh, he asked him, oh, you've been watching me. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't I just when they went into his house and went into the basement, I assumed we would see Knox body kind of lifeless in a corner yeah. Yeah. waiting for him to spirit or whatever to come back to his body. We never got there, but I, I again, maybe it's the <laughs> too much true crime and too much sci-fi. I didn't create this whole other third plot line to this episode, so <laughs> let me just back off. No, no,
1: and it's cool. I mean, like I said, it's 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 cool that, like you said, you're involved enough to even want to, you know, think more about it. Yeah, um, yeah and it, um, so yeah, I I thought it was like a creative way to, you know, Ser- essentially, like, what would a serial killer do, uh, who was given these abilities? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Came back, like, not better, better.
0: lot you know, the the world. He was just like, I'm just gonna keep killing. Right, right. <laughs> <It's just> like- <laughs> oh man, full stuff. Th- and that, and that's another thing where I had to watch. I didn't watch the the fourth episode through too many times, but when I watched it and then found out what the end was i watched it again and him inviting tom and diana into his house was very watching it through the next time knowing what i knew felt very creepy not no creepy creepy is the word but it's it felt very sinister in a the show did a really good job at taking something as light as would you like to come in for something to drink and made it very sinister and, and heavy like kudos to the damn writers and everything. Cause that, that scene plays entirely different after knowing what comes next. So, ah, yeah, that was, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I don't know <laughs> what's next. We get the, the, uh, I don't know. Oh. Utopia M conference or something. What is this? <laughs> <get> M conference. <laughs> I just, uh, United mutants of America. I don't know. It's, <laughs> what even is i mean i get that he he has people meeting there but what is the point of this meeting he well he wanted just to i, I mean at the end of the
1: day it's him trying to you know plot and scheme but yeah. the cover of it is just like hey this is <laughs> this is the family reunion for the 4400 yeah you know or something like that um and you know it's it gives them a and i think also it gives them a chance to it's a safe space. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a safe space because they're already establishing, you know, with the, you know, with the, Nan- that Nancy Grace character.
0: Mm-hmm. And then
1: also, um, the, um, uh, the protests that people are like on some bullshit. And mm-hmm. I mean, shit, look no further than what's happening in our real world. Yeah. I mean, and I, I'm, like places like Black like Tasticon, it's they're safe spaces.
0: Okay. You know, okay.
1: you don't have to worry about um, at some of these conventions like being the other.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: so it's like so that's that's kind of how I see this. But on his end, um, on <laughs> with Jordan Collier, like there's, there's something else that's up.
0: Yeah. So. He, I feel like, and I felt like this since like episode two that a war is coming. I don't. I feel like a knockdown, drag out. X-Men style war is coming. Um but it, when I say X-Men style I mean that in like its grandiosity but as as real as you can get it in this show. I feel like something is happening and uh what's his name? What's uh Cop- Copier? what's his name? <laughs> Um the guy from Enough. Oh, um the Collier Collier, Collier. Okay. yeah. I feel like he is he has to have some. If he's really part of the four thousand four hundred, he has some ability. Like he, and it's something that's not um, physical. It's something like, uh, like Noxus, where it's cerebral or or it's something. And watching this episode in particular at the 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 mansion and watching him be like really creepy towards Lily and he just there's a something a war is coming. That's what I feel like. Personally, I feel like a war is coming. Yeah, he's just gathering the pieces for his um, for his side. Cause yeah, something's gonna happen.
1: Well, the the other thing, the other you know, he talks to Lily and then he talks to Richard, and Richard you know talks about not being able to find a job. He that's this is where he mentions also again that yeah you know, he's a he's a pilot. Yeah, and he actually wants to join the police department, but he he's like when he gets to the part where he about like work history and he mentions he's 4400 like the stuff just dries up yeah so, yeah and then Jordan offers him a job but before that conversation another one I want you to like look out for is him talking to Sean yeah uh, yeah and Sean so that's 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 going to become like a key thing Um and you get the sense that he's trying to and I don't want to say father figure, but maybe like a mentor type mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. You know? But the the funny thing is, is like even though he's trying to help him, when Sean starts trying to go into detail about what he yeah, can do, he stops. I was like, hold, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I can get. He's like, they may ask me to testify about something, and or you know, or like the yeah. less I know, the better. Yeah, you know? and that but, um,
0: that stood out to me because I was thinking, what the hell are you talking? Like, you know something, or you know it felt like a cult to me. Like I'm a cult leader and I don't need to know what specific powers you have. But if I say, or like fandom, um, like if I am, I don't know, fucking Beyonce. And I say, we're all going to, or Oprah, we're not going to eat meat anymore. You're going to see the significant change in people not eating meat. Like, so I felt like he's just going to make blanket statements and whoever's powers, are able to get whatever job done they'll do it but he don't have to know you know i i i don't trust him yeah I don't trust him. and
1: the other and the other thing is Lily and richard uh during a conversation they they revealed to him about like how she and how she became pregnant but the circumstances yeah and, um, and then jordan is like um don't tell anybody else basically Not even your counselors he, yeah, don't even. Yeah, especially yeah, yeah the, the the counselor that doesn't really help. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, so they um, the the other thing uh, I think after that is Rylan hates Yates, the the Nancy Grace
0: character. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't like her. Brenda, I think, or Deborah, Brenda, Yates. Brenda, Deborah Brenda Tate.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it's like some back history. Like there's some history there where she she did some shady shit. You know, to uh, which kind of fucked up a case for them. Yeah. Um, the fact that now she's going after the 4400 is complicating things for him, and he yeah. knows that. You know, she's on some like Fox News hate march type of thing. Yeah. Um, make America well, no, she's just a like Nancy Grace, like she's yeah. she's the top sensational uh, reporter. Yeah. Who doesn't care about throwing people under the bus. So. Mm-hmm evil
0: ass yeah or a tight yellow jacket yeah she and I, her and lily have the same haircut which makes me you know think that i guess a lot of white women back in this time period had that same blonde kind of i don't know fake fair whatever that's neither here nor there fake <laughs> <laughs> pretty much yeah. uh but yeah what's his name dennis i think that's his name the uh yeah, but- yeah the i i like i like him and her and I like him in this episode. Before, he's been kind of meh for me. Like, okay, I could take him or leave him. You could replace him and I, it's still the show would still go on. But this episode, with him talking to the uh, Nancy Grace character and then later on talking to her producer, I I felt like, okay, it's some shit going down. Like, because he's too, he's too calm in the way he's handling her. Mm-hmm. And he says something to effect of "I asked you to stop," and she was like, "Yeah." And I, I chose not to. And he was like, oh, "Okay." Like he was too calm. He was like, "All right, that's your choice. Remember that or something." I was like, "Okay." He's, he's gonna kill this woman. That's what I was thinking. Like he's gonna make sure she ends up dead or people around her start dropping like flies. He's gonna, he's gonna do some shit. <laughs> that's yeah. how I felt. He was
1: he was gangster as fuck this episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, and then, you know, and that's um that was a nice little touch like he he's fighting he's scrapping for his folks or you know for the 4400 mm-hmm. um yeah and i you know because i i'm not a nancy grace fan so this is perfect kind of seeing <laughs> somebody going after the 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 avatar you know the
0: get this yeah in yeah
1: for her but um yeah. So and it, it kind of gives Rylan some more time to shine outside of like giving direction, you know, giving assignments and mm-hmm. saying Washington is telling me, you know, just all that stuff. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. Yeah. He gets a moment. Yeah, I like that. I re- where, where did him and the producer meet? Was this this open field? Where was this? Like, maybe wh- it was that part that was cleaned up. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say it in that same neighborhood because like where the it's it seems so odd like this show feels like it should be in New York. I just, it's like, and that would, that would have broke the budget. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm sure. Broke. I'm so sure. like even
1: watching, um, you know, uh, something current like cloak and dagger. Yeah. Uh, it, Louisiana is one of those places like Georgia where mm-hmm. they offer like some really kick ass tax incentives. Yeah. So that's why you have a lot of shows filming down here and down there. Yeah. And, and also, it, it helps to have, um, you know, Louisiana as the backdrop for Cloak and Dagger. Like, it's mm-hmm. actually helping the story because I, I listened to your episode recently about Cloak yeah. and, like, all that shit is problematic. Like, his background fair, is, fair. like, very problematic. But I saw something in this episode where they're delving so much into, like, black culture down there mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. beautiful. Like, okay. it's, like, some awesome shit. But Vancouver has always been, like, the stand in for every. Like to be the generic city for a lot of sci-fi shows, like a lot of sci-fi, like Vancouver and Toronto. Yeah. And this was just one of the many, because funny enough, like Sliders filmed in Vancouver for like the first two or three seasons before moving to L.A., but that city was the stand-in for San Francisco. Okay, uh, okay. That's versions. And it, in this case, it's a stand in for Seattle. <laughs> so, mm, 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 mm.
0: um, and
1: even like <clears throat> something like Battlestar Galactica, it was a stand in for Caprica City. Okay, you know, okay. So it's like, but yeah, Vancouver is really, I don't know if they do the tax incentives, but I know a lot of, they have um, to. Yeah, a lot of, um, sci fi series film up there.
0: Yeah, even, um, This is an old show, but um, the L.A. Complex, I think, was shot in Vancouver as well. And that's from, I think, the early or kind of mid-2000s. But, yeah, whatever. That's neither here nor there. Um, Yeah, this this show is really good, god damn it. This is a good damn show. And I really like that. Again, defaulting to X Men as my go to. If you look at Blade movie, you look at the first X Men movies, and then you look at some of the TV shows and like the uh, even the DC shows, the the graphics and stuff. This show did a lot, and you said that you mentioned that earlier. This show did a a hell of a lot without a lot of CGI, and um, I think the most we may have gotten was when that burn was healed on Nikki's hand. Like we don't get a whole lot of cgi and effects on this show
1: right maybe they- and the other time was when he drained um yeah 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 guy, yeah because you, you saw his face and you know as far as far as abilities yeah they're they're they really haven't done anything like like over the top with with mm-hmm. showing these abilities and it still works i mean yeah. it, it's it doesn't have to be like a big knock them knock em out dragon fight
0: yeah
1: uh where people were floating in the air, flying, you know, flying or fighting and all that. But, mm-hmm, um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, so this is, um, yeah, I, I love the, the use of the abilities on the show.
0: Yeah, definitely. Good. Kudos to even the um, the effects from the abduction. Like, it's just been a spotlight in a fast moving camera or a zoom. Like, there hasn't right. been. <laughs> so, um... oh, and speaking of uh, the, I believe the next part was. And alien abduction. This is yeah. when we have the flashback or the memory of um, Sean and Kyle. Mm-hmm. And uh, what, what did you think of the this scene and how it played out?
1: I thought it was good. I mean, it, it shows Sean. You know, the, the big reveal is that Sean pushed uh, Kyle out of the way because whatever abducted came down to abduct we don't even know if it was going to be just Kyle or if they were going to abduct Kyle and Sean, Mm -hmm. but Sean being the cool cousin that he is, he pushes Kyle out of the way and is wrapped up in like these tentacles type of thing or whatever. And so Kyle, and then he's pulled away and then Kyle is left on the beach, like in a, I guess a catatonic or a state. So where he can't do anything. Mm -hmm. Um, so, yeah, so that was a big reveal that Sean realizes that, you know, Kyle might have been the one, should have been the one to get pulled pulled away.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I like that, and I'm very interested to see what happens now. Like, of course, I was invested in the show, but because Tom, Tommy, Uncle Tommy has been on Sean's ass for so long, I really... I'm I'm more excited even more than I am about Richard and Lily. I'm more excited to see what happens with uh Kyle, what happens with Tom, and what happens with Lisa and by extension the rest of their family, and then even by even more extension, what happens with Diana because she's dealing with this angry ass Tom all the damn time and now that his son is back, how will that change their relationship too? So, I'm I'm interested. I'm I'm all in. Shit. <laughs> I'm all in, man. Awesome. Yeah,
1: there's um and I'm trying to think the the other thing that we uh I wanted to mention that uh, because we were talking about Rylan mm-hmm. is that Knox goes to a mechanic and does the same thing with the bartender. You know, he yeah. shows shows the mechanic his um of the picture that he has of her yeah. and says, "Yeah, let me tell you about this girl Laura. Let me tell you about her." And so it's like, "Oh, shit, here's the next guy." So
0: Yeah, yeah which is, ah, and I I like, again, thinking of this as a comic book, this, there could have been a murder in, like, issue two, and that just was reported on, so then, by the time we get here to issue four, there has been three or four other murders, and you just see, I'm just seeing the layers of how these stories could just, freaking overlap, like, ah, this is such a good show, yes, 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 oh, man, um, yeah, so Diana and Tom break into uh Knox's house and there what is this shrine? Is this like a uh like a sacrificial what is this? Is he Catholic or
1: Um, I just call it serial killer lair. Yeah. <laughs> what, it's like his back cave of like oh, of serial God. killer stuff. But the, the let me back up just a little bit yeah, because yeah. what you do is uh you see the bartender jogging and um and then the mechanic steps in front and like he has a leash, a dog doggy leash, and says, you know, my dog is missing. And she says the right thing. She's like, oh, okay, I hope you find his or something like right, that. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, I
0: haven't seen him. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't
1: seen him. And she's like about to keep running, and then he he attacks her. And then Tom and Diana jump out with the sheriff, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. And so basically, they take him back to the mechanic back to. The uh, police station and that's when he says like oh you've been following me or whatever
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and oh, okay. so they established so they established that it, I don't like I said he maybe his brain way like somehow it's a, a bit of Knox is still in these people yeah yeah and like to the point of where like he, he they are acting like him at least for as long as this stuff can yeah okay can pull, on so yeah so basically since they realized that possibly he was doing what he possibly was doing because i think they put two and two together um in a in like an earlier scene of like what's happening um when they catch the first guy yeah when they when they actually catch the first guy who doesn't kill himself or the second guy um at this point they they just follow Knox, and when Knox i guess went back to take pictures of her they set up a, a raid or yeah. whatever and that's when they were able to catch the guy and then uh, they were just like fuck it and so the big thing about this scene when they go to his house like y'all were SWAT teamed up for right but yeah. like now it's just like y'all can't even ask for like a couple of
0: shares dude. yes <laughs> god like, yes just <laughs> you know, to, to his house to the serial killer right guy. with the serial killer with magical powers like come on yeah exactly it was it was weird. Um, once again,
1: I don't know if they couldn't have hired like a couple of cops to come with. But see, what's weird about that is, so then they don't see him there, but they figure that he's going after her, and this lady apparently has like declined any type of which how
0: why, and exactly. why would you let her? I was like, this isn't this shouldn't even be up for discussion until you. Yes, we've caught the guy who tried to kill you, but we are all collectively uh, under the impression that he is responsible for What? Well, yeah, that was that was dumb.
1: It, it was just yeah, it was it was it was crazy. And of course, he's at her house and there's this whole scene where I mean, she actually like goes ham on him. Yes. Like she, she she throws a pot at his yes. and kicks yes. And I was just like, "Shit, fight." And they get out to the balcony <laughs> And he's, like, holding a knife. Or is it a gun or a knife? No, this
0: is a long knife. This knife has to be, like, (laughs) 11 inches long. This is a knife. (laughs) This is a sword. Yeah. And don't worry about that. I was like, why didn't he just kill her? Like, I get it for the show, for the narrative of the show. But I was thinking, you made it this far. Why didn't he just, like, stab her in the stomach? Yeah. It
1: It was funny. And he... And so then, I guess, um, so when he goes out into the balcony with her, um, where she's run to, then, uh, this is this is also a funny part, like, so the cops roll up, uh, along with Diana and Tom, and then, like, all the cops are, like, holding their guns up in the air, right. like, him on the balcony and i'm like wait a minute like she she might get shot (laughs) several (laughs)
0: times fucking with y'all like yeah
1: like all 'all y'all not going to be able to collectively get that headshot but it's it's very dramatic of them you know them holding all their guns up (laughs) and then i guess somehow or another tom and diana get get in there and tom like knocks the fuck out of this dude yeah Uh, and so the Okay, so my fun 4400 fact of for tonight okay. is um, apparently during that scene where they, um, he in the script it said he was supposed to backhand Knox across the face with the barrel of of the gun, and so they rehearsed it with stunt coordinators, and apparently um, he hit him. <laughs> he hit him with the fake gun. It's, oh. And this, yeah, he actually hit him and he felt bad about it and um but apparently they do they did like a on the set they did this thing which was like a a, a like a lottery thing mm-hmm. where people put money in and then whoever won got the money and so when the guy who plays tom won he gave it to the guy who played knox <laughs> is, he felt bad about him inside the face with the with the gun um with a fake gun but um yeah, but then the other cool thing about it is, is when the guy starts trying to, he's like, "Hey, let me tell you about this." And yes. He's like, "Tal essentially says, hey, shut the fuck up.'
0: Right. Shut, 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 shut the fuck up." <laughs> right. Like, With like, his yeah, gun in his face, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I will blow your head off. You um, <laughs> he try that mumble jumble on me. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I thought that
1: was that was it was you know it was a it was a tense moment, a tense scene. Very. But. Uh, yeah, so they, um, the, the the other, and I, it was funny because <laughs> in my notes I said, Tom knocked the fuck out of Knox. He did. Um, <laughs> yeah, he like, he was like, wow. But, um, so then they start talking, when they go back, they immediately th- jump back to the theory room with mm-hmm. Marco slash Felicity slash Oracle. <laughs> and this is when they start the ripple effect idea yeah where Orson Bailey the Enron scandal Carl Morrissey the, his they, and this is where they mention the neighborhood is getting better because people are or like starting with the with the didn't, park didn't it starts to widen out mm-hmm. and then Diana and Tom are like so what does the knots killing like what <laughs> what's right the, what right right it? and so they have yet to figure that out um, and to be honest with you man I don't know if they come back to it. I oh, really God. yeah. Don't. Like yeah. I really hope that they do, but I can't remember if that's one of the ones that they tackle like in a future episode.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. But, I... um, it, what, what gives me hope is that the Carl Morrissey thing and the drunk Orson Bailey yeah. they're they're continuing it, so maybe they will mention uh i think they do but i it's been so long i I just can't remember
0: yeah 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 i don't uh i'm I'm hoping that they do as well because it would be nice to see how do you put a spin on that it's one thing to have a vigilante who dies and he's a martyr and everyone else does good it's another thing for a man to have killed three women or attempted to kill three. like how do you make a positive out of that? <laughs> I don't. It's so like make, make lemonade, uh, make lemonade out of
1: lemons, or turn lemons into lemonade. Yeah. Um, the um, the other thing uh, that happens is somebody leaks the four thousand four hundred names. Um,
0: and addresses,
1: yeah. Yeah, and addresses, and which will you know play out in later episodes. I'm I think. sure. I'm sure. Yeah. The big. Um, you know, the, the cliffhanger, or the big thing for this episode is that um, Sean, I guess Tom goes to the hospital because he's been called in or he, I don't know, he shows up or something. Yeah. Um, and then he sees Sean and Sean is he, he's he's standing in front of Kyle. So you can't see Kyle. And then uh, Tom is like, what are you doing here? And then Sean just steps away and he has his hands up or something. And then mm-hmm. Kyle, Kyle is sitting up. Yeah. and he's he's awake, and then he he says, "How long have I been in the dark?" And oh. that, and then <laughs> this joke. Um, <laughs> we we said um, we're watching. It's like Sean put them paws on him.
0: <laughs> he did. He did. He he did, and got him right out the sunken place. Cause goddamn, that was ah. Uh. but why was he well I guess you you haven't spoken in what three years so it was it was it was a weird yeah yeah but yeah, that was an emotional scene for me I it's so weird because watching this show I knew that eventually Sean was going to have to heal Kyle Kyle was going to have to wake up some kind of way and though I saw Sean standing there, I still didn't think, oh, he healed Kyle. The scene wasn't that fast, but I was so wrapped up in it that when he finally stepped away and Kyle was sitting up, I was like, oh, finally. Like, I felt relieved because I'm like, maybe Tom will shut the fuck up now, but I doubt it. Yeah. I it it. Was, I, well, you would hope. I
1: mean, his son is back. So Yeah, yeah. But um maybe now he can just focus on his job and you know, the people at the hospital are like, god. Right, <laughs> finally this motherfucker gone.
0: Shit. We can um, free up this bed. <laughs> <laughs> right, a good ass insurance. They better move his like, is it? Look, like um, that's a, that's a
1: government plan.
0: Um yeah, Tricare. So, Shit, try, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so but, uh, episode yeah, 4 yeah. man this was oh and um. quick aside we did the magneto in the glass in a plastic box oh um, my god yeah, yeah that, was, th- that was awesome that was it that was... was it was because I was actually scared for a second when he was talking to the janitor because I assumed that the janitor like had maybe earplugs in but that one would fall out and he would like make a suggestion but it was satisfying to know he could not be heard. Like, that was, yeah, that was, that was pretty cool.
1: Well, I mean, it's, it's once once again, it's one of those things, like, he's, it, I kind of saw it as definitely Magneto-esque, but also Hannibal Lecter. Yeah,
0: yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Hannibal
1: Lecter, and it's like, it's a perfect melding of the two because, you know, in the back of their minds, they're like, we definitely have some comic book fans who are watching this, and mm-hmm. I think X-Men, that was X, X-Men X 1 where they get established that yeah so it was in the first one and that was like 2000 and this is only maybe was this 2003 2004? Yeah. So it's like three years later. um But then also the the big thing with him being a serial killer is the Hannibal Lecter angle yeah. so but I love that like he started screaming and in my mind like they just dropping the food through slots you know with like yeah the, like, soundproof headphones on and uh, but I love that the government at this point is just like, they're not, you know, like, oh, these are isolated incidents. These are fairy tales. They're like, no, this shit is
0: real. Yeah. Like, we're we not taking any chances. Right, 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 right. It's. And, a, and, oh, mm, I'm sorry. No, no, I just, I'm saying, I like it because, again, I keep defaulting to X Men, but because of the rich history that they have in the comics from the 60s, you have things already in place, like. Um, agencies and and government wings and whatnot, but here it's like, we don't have this Fort Knox, (laughs) Fort Knox, we don't have this Fort Knox, we just have a little room with this bulletproof or soundproof glass that we're just gonna either start putting these powered people into, or, I just, I I like the show, I like the show, my bad, go ahead, go ahead, yeah yeah and, and,
1: the, and no, I that's pretty awesome They, the other thing that i was thinking of is you know this was like 3 years after like 911 yeah so the other thing is they essentially put him into a black site like mm. they they put him into like you know, a cell where you would not be able to find his ass you know mm-hmm. like yeah. um so that you know and a lot of that keeps cropping up as far as you know this this period of time uh, homeland Security and we got to keep our borders, um, you know, uh, safe and watch out for these terrorists, you know, just all these different things will, and, you know, it's a product of its time. Yeah. And, and they do a good job of balancing out, um, you know, you know, kind of playing within, you know, our that current time. So that was another thing. But yeah, yeah, when he was yelling at the janitor, I was like, this is this is perfect, y'all.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I was in. I was in, and I want, and I also, um, when I watch this show, I get an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. vibe. I don't know why. I mean, uh, outside of the powered individuals, I don't know what it is that makes, that forces me to put these two in the same either universe or that they remind me of each other. Um, but something about it just feels familiar when I watch, uh, when I watch the show, I think of that Agents of Shield. But yeah, all, kudos again to the creative team, the writers, the actors of them. This is a fucking good ass show. Um, so uh, for episode four, who's becoming? Who's your uh, who's your favorite of this episode? Camp tight Jordan Collier. Ah. Like <laughs> yeah, like Jordan.
1: I he it was a good introduction. I you, you definitely know that he's on some. Like shady type of stuff, but yeah. I um I felt that he it was a it was a solid introduction and you know the 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 series at this point now has a possible antagonist like but not like uh, you know your your typical mustache twirling. Uh, villain like he he's he definitely has his own agenda but I feel that his heart's in the right place but he's still like like on some Lex Luthor type of shit I'm still gonna get mine so
0: right 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 I yeah oh god yeah okay I could see that I don't even know who who would be my oh my god um Diana I would have well would I yeah I would say Diana um, I because I like her and I see the growth in her character I see her maneuvering and doing you know more things and not being well she's not stupid so it's not that but I think I liked her more in this episode from the one before and even though I don't like Tom that much her being his partner makes me okay with seeing him if that makes any <laughs> sense like she's yeah. She's kind of the the, the center, or because even though we had a lot going on with Tom and his family, and with Sean and Kyle and everybody, and everything Boston all over the place, Diana feels consistently her. She doesn't, it doesn't seem like she changes much. She's not going through a whole lot emotionally, but I really did like Diana in this episode, so I'll have to go with her as my favorite. Yeah. What else is that? I was like. Okay, I'll just leave that. Um, Yeah, so, Diana, and then who was your least favorite of this episode? Uh, Maybe the...
1: uh, I I don't want to just keep defaulting to Danny. Uh, He's trash. Yeah, he's trash. I don't... Maybe the sheriff. Because he just seems kind of inept. Like, (laughs) you know, and and maybe this... I it's just yeah, he just <laughs> it just seemed inept. You know, especially when they found that fingerprint. He was like, Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh so I yeah, he just seemed inept this night. This,
0: uh, uh yeah, yeah, um I agree, I agree. Um my least favorite is Jordan Collier. I because oh. I like him and I, I see that he's an important person, but he was just he bothered me the whole time. Like I said, before you mentioned enough, I could not figure out why I had such an emotional reaction. And I had, when I first saw him on screen, I was like, oh, this is not going to go well. So for that alone, I'll put Jordan Collier as the least favorite. But I know going forward, if he does become my least favorite, it'll be because of something he actually did. And not not because of a feeling that he gave me, but yeah, he has to be my least favorite of this episode. Oh shit. Okay, so um any a favorite scene? Uh Richard
1: on the couch. <laughs> like Richard Richard being real as fuck. Okay. Like, like okay. That was okay, cool. I thought that was a good one. And actually I I'm to cheat, I'm gonna give two. Uh-huh. That and the um <clears throat> the first time you see Notch uses ability.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Using abilities. Okay. I like that as well, but I, I would have to go with the abduction um, because a few things. We see that Kyle gets knocked out of the way, so that's cool, but when we go back to the theory room and they talk about the ripples and how all of these different enhancements when these people acting out is done for a reason that creates X, Y, and Z or whatever. My thing is now your system is flawed. And when I say you are, I'm, I'm talking about the aliens because now you meant to abduct Kyle, but yeah. now you, and then it's not even, cause what happened was Sean pushed him out of the way and he fell and Sean, unless this was just an accident and how they shot it, Sean kind of forced himself into those beams. Like he didn't, push him away and then like fall back or drag him it was like he intentionally sacrificed himself for his cousin but if that's the case I, I again I might be thinking too hard too much into it but I I like that we got the full story of what happened and we didn't have to wait to next season I like that Kyle uh Sean sacrificed himself for his younger cousin and I like that uh now he's dealing with that that's that makes me look at the whole, every appearance from him of, hold on, that makes me look at every single appearance of Sean in this first season differently through another lens, because now I see that he sacrificed himself, he didn't, he wasn't just abducted, he actually was protecting his family, so that's my favorite scene, that that would be abduction. Mm-hmm. <clears throat>
1: Yeah. Oh, and that's and and yeah, like you said, it's a major major um uh, plot point or story point. So Yeah. Uh, nice. Yeah, that's it's a good
0: saying. Um and i' I'm gonna go ahead and put a second one as well, which is the story about Knox and the arrow. That's <laughs> the <laughs> that has to be the most <laughs> ridiculous. I'm going to I'm gonna start telling that story. God damn it! Man,
1: uh, story. <laughs> like, hey, why did you pick up bread today? Let me tell you a story.
0: <laughs> <laughs> ah, right, and then I'm gonna tell it about Knox, not me. Not that I got shot with an arrow. I'm gonna just like, tell yeah, you. Think <laughs> I'm be like, wait, what the fuck does I have
1: to do? You keep picking up wheat bread today? I told you pick up <laughs> bread.
0: <laughs> just go with it. Just go with it. <laughs> oh God, yeah. This again. Thank a hundred and thousand thank yous because this. I'm in. I'm all in at this point. I'm just, I'm in <laughs> to this damn show, Lord. Um. So any any uh kind of final thoughts about the the show, this episode itself, or maybe even the show as a whole? Uh, you know, another creative use of
1: you know of the abilities. Um, you know, so there's a <laughs> the big question mark about whether wherever these people came from, um, if whoever gave them the abilities are now just effing <laughs> with, with right the right cuz like before it's like oh this is nice this will help people and in this case like he's he's just killing and it's like uh, did they just like give somebody some overtime who didn't want to do it and you know when they <laughs> they were like you know um, sending me the, uh, sending these people back and like the the person working overtime who gave the people the abilities was like, fuck it, I'll just make this serial killer. Right, and right, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, or you just had somebody's, you know, somebody who just who's just a, you know, fuck up at the job, you know, it's just like, yeah, we just gonna play around, yeah, see what happens.
0: Yeah, you know, it's
1: just, yeah, and um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, I like the fact that there, uh, you know, there are questions about the if this stuff is as altruistic as as they thought it was so that right. that's and it's and it and it and it brings and it's just a huge question mark so
0: yeah yeah I um yeah all in all I like the the show of the whole I like this episode and I really hope we get into religion now I'm not a religious person but with this 4400 um, uh, event having happened in this world what does that say about god or Allah or buddha or what like what does that say about people's relationship with their um their god you know like i I wonder if that'll if that'll be tackled because i think that's a very interesting kind of route to go and without being disrespectful or rude or even if you have to be a bit blasphemous to tell the story then i'm okay with that but i just i'm just interested in how you like, are some people converting to being atheists or non-believers because of this? Like, what's the ramifications or what's the side effects or what, like, what, how does this affect religion? That's what I would like to know. So I'm, I'm hoping we get a little bit of that. I'm hoping. But, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, uh, so that's that, and uh, this has been uh, episode four, uh, becoming. <laughs> so, go ahead and, and, and let everyone know how they can reach you, cyber stalk you, support you online. The uh, ice stalkers, <laughs> <laughs> like Stan, Liz, I saw, Lily, yeah, like Lily, stand right. my Um,
1: <laughs> I got your child, Lily. Run, right. got your child. <laughs> Hashtag, I ain't got your child, Lily. <laughs> um. That. <laughs> Y'all can find me at Robert K. Jeffrey, uh, J E F F R E Y dot com, Robert K. Jeffrey dot com, and all of my social media handles, uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, and um, are there, and also links to my books, which you can buy, and then also the new Wakanda podcast. So every, it's just a one and done. Uh, on the on the website mhm mhm okay okay yeah. oh, and then also- and also BlackSci-Fi.com. I, I need to get better with that.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like, hey, this is a website I update on a daily basis. And it's just like, I'm
0: legally forgetting it.
1: But yeah, BlackSci-Fi.com. But there, there are links on, there also, on my website to get there also.
0: Okay, okay. Good deal. And again, listeners, those links will be in the show notes. So make sure when you're listening to this episode, you go over there and click on a few and check out what's going on in the world of Robert Jeffrey. Um, of course me, I'm your co-host Rain Coleman. You catch me here where you're listening on this feed at carefreeblacknerd.com, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, all that good stuff. Please rate, review, comment, subscribe, do all that fun stuff when you get some time. And if you're going to rate a review, excuse me, on iTunes, uh, it'd be nice if you say, Hey, I'm rating a reviewing five stars and this is for, uh, a, I'm about to say a wrinkle in time, <laughs> a light in the sky uh, podcast. You know, just let us know or hit us up on Twitter. And I know that's the probably quickest way to get in touch with me. Um, so, that being said, um, stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay geeky, stay out of the windows, Lily, and um, uh, stay off that couch, Mahershala. And um, yeah, that's that. All right. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, have a good night.